In this episode, once again, we speak to the beautiful, the charming Maz Delacina. Maz Delacina is a best-selling author, breathwork facilitator, Reiki master, energy healer, and a coach. She wasn't always doing these things. She had to overcome many obstacles such as homelessness, childhood traumas, abuse, addiction, eating disorders, depression, and the biggest battle of all herself. But today she is a fabulous overachiever now. Let's speak to Maz and find out how you can manifest your first or next million. Let's find out. And remember, if you want to upgrade your money mindset, then click on the link www.millionofoundations.com and watch my free training. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today, once again, we have the beautiful, the charming, the lovely Maz Adela Serna. Welcome, Maz. Thanks again for having me. Thank you so much for coming, Maz. We had a, a really um, in-depth conversation for Friday feature. It was quite heavy, as I mentioned to you off the camera. Um, I literally felt the energy as um, as you were talking about it because it, it was very very intense and if I felt I felt it and you went through it so you know only we can only imagine how you know the transformation you've had <laughs> and what experience you've led but yes it's been a pleasure talking to you so we had to have you back for money talkies Maz everyone's heard your intro they know how wonderful you are please in your own words tell everybody what it is that you do. I'm an author, energy healer and coach, um, and I help people heal from their past, release trauma and their subconscious blocks and beliefs so they can transform their lives. Awesome. Awesome. And so today we're talking about how to manifest your first or next million. So talk us through what is your idea of manifesting? What do you understand by the term manifesting? Manifesting is just another word of being able to just create I believe like we just create our realities and we literally yeah. can whatever it is we want we create it and manifestation yeah. is just a fancy word for it I guess <laughs> it, it, it basically so you can create your own reality so what mm-hmm. is the strategy that you use how do you help your clients manifest money what was the step-by-step guide for me the and there was a missing link for me when it came to being able to manifest my first six figures um, coming from being homeless and broke on the streets and struggling to like back then 100 grand was such a big amount to me where mm. 100 grand is not such a big amount to me now but it was on such a big pedestal um, and it wasn't until I made that 100k and manifested that when I was manifesting using water I would manifest 10 grand a month and I was like if I can do 10 let's do 20 and oh mm. I can do 20 and it just slowly kept increasing right mm. um but it is basically the missing link that I understood for me and it's what I help all my clients for with now is one healing your inner child when we have a wounded child and mm. we do not feel safe to receive that money and that abundance or maybe we grew up in a household where we got told and we believe the rich are evil, you know, and you're greedy if you have money. And, you know, if 
I, I remember being told and hearing myself, you know, the poor get poorer, the rich get richer. And just having those kind of beliefs, the conditioning of society or your parents and your family and people around you or the way you, however you grew up, if your child is has wounding when it comes to finances and abundance, that's the number one thing that you need to start working through and being able to transmute those beliefs where they're coming from a place of love, not fear. Um, and again, talking about beliefs and not just from childhood, but your own beliefs and feelings, the subconscious blocks and the thoughts and behaviors that you're having that is contradicting you mm. being able to receive and create that abundance into your life, right? So again, that moves into doing your shadow work and yeah. learning to reprogram your thoughts your thought patterns, your behaviors, and the, the subconscious beliefs that are going on that you may not even be aware of. Mm. Um, and then once you've worked through all of that and been able to transmute all of that, that's when you can start believing that you can have it. Because the truth is we can all have it regardless of where we've come from. There's a lot of people from poverty that mm. are very successful yeah. and very abundant, right? Um, and it doesn't matter what your circumstances, who you who you were or where you came from or where you've been like if you believe you can have it you can and mm. it is all just down to that belief and I believe to only to be able to believe that you can receive it there's just a lot of other healing work and unpacking that you just need to do to be able to be in a place where you can believe it yeah I agree there there is um in order for you to really have the true wealth you have to work on your inner traumas your in your inner child and the traumas you've experienced directly or sometimes indirectly because your parents suffer a trauma and you suffer indirectly through them or through ancestors and so forth as well because if there's been a belief or energy if you you know of, of victim mentality which has been filled into the your grandparents and passed into your parents and passed into you it's a generational uh can call it generational curse that you have to break but all all of this can be done through your inner trauma you know doing work on your inner traumas and your inner childhood um issues um and you know we've impacted so much of your traumas that you went through when you were growing up and you know you know being abandoned and living on streets at the age of 14 all of this would lead to many issues people don't understand why and i work with money because i'm a money coach as well I, as a money, as an energy healer, I know for a fact how much your um, your personal traumas will impact your wealth and your ability to make money, how hard you work to make money, and your ability to keep that money as well. So, so let's go through the step by step process. What's what's the first step? Heal your inner child. That's a yeah. So that that would be the the best thing. But it, how, okay, so this question is: How do we heal our inner child? By going back and going back to. Well, for me, it is visiting. Like I will go visit. I'll get my clients to go visit their child, mm -hmm. which you can do, you know, on a spiritual level mm -hmm. and going and visiting them, seeing where they feel unsafe, learning where they feel unsafe. Why, where's the fear? Where's the resistance? You know, what was the conditioning? What were the beliefs implanted? Exactly what you said, you know, what beliefs were surrounding them and the conditioning that happened. And then being able to understand where those those current beliefs that you have that are contradicting you being able to receive where they came from and being able to heal those parts of where the child can feel safe to receive, you know, it's, yeah, it's, there's a, 
healing your inner child is not like a one-time process. It is a, it's a one-time, you know, one fix kind of one hour kind of thing. It's, it it's can a long be a process. process. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and it then is, from, is, yeah. Yeah. So, so this is why I said, yeah, so I was a bit reluctant to you know, use that as step one because that's a huge topic on its own and it requires mm-hmm. ongoing work. But so of course, they have to do some kind of um, inner work, but leaving that to one side, what would be the step-by-step strategies to, for us to manifest in the millions? Yes, okay, we need to heal our inner child. Um, and that would be an ongoing journey. Even when you, if, at every level, at every step, you're going to have to go back and revisit and see what is your upper limit. As I call it, your financial thermostat, you have to keep reprogramming programming to go put it up and up and up. But leaving that to one side, what is your methodology of, of manifesting money? Finding out where your limiting beliefs are then. Okay. And then going to where the beliefs are that you have that contradict, that do not align to whatever it is that you want. And then being able to, if I can shorten that process, basically, where is the belief that is coming from fear? Mm. Look at that belief. How can I look at that same situation, but from a perspective of love? And when it's a perspective of love, a truth that you actually believe in, and this is why a lot of affirmations don't work for a lot of people, because they don't believe the affirmations that they're saying. Mm. So instead of trying to say something you don't believe and trying to pretend your way into that how can you actually look at this same situation this this belief that you currently have that contradicts what it is that you want but look at it from a place of love that you actually believe that it inspires you you know so for me for example being a healer uh, there's a lot of healers out there that think healers shouldn't have money or they're going to be greedy, you yeah. know, like they don't want to be materialistic. And, you know, and that was one of the beliefs that I myself had to work through, right? Being able to, because you feel bad, I'm here to help people. I don't want to ask for money, you mm-hmm. know, and had to work through that myself. But instead of looking at it like, okay, well, I'm here to help serve people and heal people with their traumas. Like I, I feel bad to take their money to be like, you know, money is an energy exchange. I'm going to help transform their life. And that is priceless, you know, and for me to be able to serve more people, I I need to pay my bills and I need to live and everything else, you know? So it is an energy exchange and not looking at it from that fear mentality, but looking at it from that love mentality, that perspective that actually allows you to feel inspired and driven. So with every single belief that you have that contradicts what it is you want, just stop, look at it. How can you look and transmute all of these beliefs and look at it from a place of love that is actually inspiring and motivating and of service as well. What I believe personally, when it, especially in the healing space, that's the industry that I'm in. I believe if you can be selfless and look at it from how does this help someone other than me? How does this help others? And if you can do that and actually, and you have to believe this genuinely helps others. And if you can do that, the universe works with you and helps you. That's literally when I went full-time, when I first went full-time with my business now, I literally, I got the download, quit your job. I had no savings. I just invested 55K in the last six months before that. Mm -hmm. And in my business, my personal development and whatnot, had no savings, was not playing to quit my job, got the download, quit your job. I'm like, ah, but at that time 
I fully trusted and believed and I'd made that promise that every time I'd get a download, I'd follow it. Every time I they told me to do anything, I would do it. And then in my first six months, I made six figures and I was mm. like, wow. And every event I've had so far, every retreat I've had, so everything I've done has been sold out every single time. I've been booked out for the last two years straight and I'm still booked out till almost the end of the year. I literally can only take on one more one-on-one client. That's it. And I'm in a space of wanting to expand now and grow where I'm taking everything online. But it is transmuting those limiting beliefs that you have and being able to look at it from a place of love that you believe in, a truth that you believe in. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So that sounds amazing. And I, I do agree with you that when you take a leap of faith, the universe rewards you immensely. So so let's unpack in this. So the first of all, it's, you know, step one, it would be, you know, heal you know, trauma, your, your inner child or something. But that's a huge topic in itself. So if we want to give some bite-sized nuggets, we focus on the next part, which is, okay, let's hone into the, that belief that you that you have that stops you from actually attracting the 100,000, the million to 2 million, whatever the number is. I mean, universe doesn't care about the, the zeros. You We do, right? It, you, can, you can just as easily manifest 10,000 as you can 10 million. It doesn't care for the zeros. It's our it's, it's our emotions which trigger all these traumas for us or, or inhibitions for us and stops and repels all the money, extra money. So you're saying um, focus on limiting belief and and work around it. Now, once you've identified your limiting belief, how do you work around it? Do you have a strategy or methodology? How do you eliminate that belief? How do you work? How do you change that belief? Exactly what I said before with the just instead of because the more you resist something, the more it persists. Yes, right? it does. So yes, hundred percent. Like, okay, yeah. this is the limiting belief. This is contradicting. I don't want to believe this anymore. I don't want to go away, go away. It gets worse. So instead of trying to push that away, for me, it's looking at that belief. Okay, that may be a truth there that you find truthful, or you wouldn't mm-hmm. be believing it. How is this serving you? And you understand that, okay, you're believing this for a reason because us humans can do silly things, but we're not that silly. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be holding on to these beliefs if it didn't serve a purpose. Of course, 100%. And yeah. Then understand how this belief has been helping you. And when you can get to that point and understanding how it's been helping you, you, you come to accept, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. And then when you're you're like that, it's not as resistant. And then stop and look at it from another perspective. Now, how can I look at the same perspective now from a place of love? Mm. You know, like obviously it's served up till now, but I know it must be let go of because of these reasons and knowing and understanding that. And then from that, now looking at that same belief, now how can I look at this same situation but from a perspective of love, a truth that I believe in? Hmm. Okay. So basically you're saying identify your limiting belief and then see how it's been serving you. Even though you don't think it's serving you, it is serving you in some way. Work out how it's been serving you and turn it on its head and, and get that same you know, for example, if it's keeping you safe or something else, get that from something else. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's that's the that's the step next step. So, what do you do after that? So, how do we 
how do we physically bring the money into our world? Well, in when you then look at that same situation and then look at it from a place of love of like, for example, what I was saying before with the, I don't want to art, like, I don't want me being a healer, being about money. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be that kind of person, whatnot. And that's coming from a place of fear and also a place of lack. But then being like, well, I like for me now, my belief is the more abundant I am, the this is beneficial for everyone around me. I have to be abundant to help everyone. And so that is like the same belief, but looking at it from a different a different belief, a different perspective, should I say, turning that belief that I had about not wanting what I do to be about money from the more abundant I am, the more I can help others, right? I have mm-hmm. to be abundant. It's just bottom line. And that's of service to others. So that's literally like, I, I don't feel like it needs to be so complicated. I think like with a lot of humans, it we co- can complicate, mm-hmm. you know, how to decipher this and this and that. But it's, I honestly, the game changer for me was find the core belief that I was thinking about, the Mm -hmm. underlying story, learn how to accept that, embrace that, love that. Because every time you persist something, you push it away, it gets bigger. But learning to understand with and give that love and understanding and compassion and understand it did serve a purpose. That's Mm -hmm. why it's helped you to get to here now, realize, but where I want to go, it no longer serves me. And so now how can I now think about things from a way that actually inspires me, that motivates me, that benefits other people. You know, like if you have children, it's like, well, if I'm abundant, I can put my children through great schooling and they get all this, you know, like it's serving more than just you. But, and that's motivating, you know. I just think when you come from a place of love and of service to more than just you, magic works. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not that complicated like, I don't I feel like it's very very simple and it works every time like and the things opportunities the right people the right things like just things get put in front of you that's of the same energetic frequency you know like it is just coming from a place of love and being able to believe that you're worthy of it yeah I agree um how do you actually deal with the people around you with in that in that regard because as you are changing as you are growing because some a lot a lot of the times your limiting beliefs are those of people around you your your core tribe so it could mm-hmm. be family members it could be friends it could be a partner it could be uh work colleagues how do you eliminate the limiting belief while you you know while the environment hasn't changed and your environment's feeding into the limiting belief what do you do then it is very true when they say you are like, you know, the five people that you surround <laughs> yourself with, you are a byproduct of that. And my circle has got smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. I've let go of a lot of people that just weren't aligned with me anymore and where I was mm-hmm. going. Um, and if they're not supportive and encouraging, because if you have, and I have been there where I've been around people that didn't believe in me back when the things I was manifesting, the things that I have now were once on where were on my vision board. And those people around me were telling me, like, who was I to do that? Maybe are your dreams too big? And, you know, like maybe you're aiming too high or do just not having any faith and belief. And if you continue surrounding yourself with people like that, you start to feed into that as well. Yeah. And so it's about choosing what. You choose your environment just like we choose our thoughts. What thoughts do we choose to entertain? So what 
environment and what people do we that does serve our future you know and sometimes it can be hard especially if it is friends that you've known for several years or decades or family members especially because they're blood but for me it's just got smaller and I also I, I'm very good at like when it comes to for say family because they are blood and not all family needs to be cut off if it's not super toxic or anything you know um I've just got very good at just tuning out and marching in the beat of my own drum, strengthening that belief within myself where eventually now they don't even question me. If anything, they all believe in me because I'm the one in the family that has broken the rules and paved a different path, you know, just Mm. prove them wrong. But it is really important to choose who you surround yourself with and have people that encourage you and motivate you and believe in you. And if they don't, then spend less time with them. It's just you can't have it. You can't have both. I think I think the, the point I was getting at was because a lot of people get uh, trapped in the environment and uh, it's a big sacrifice. Now, I've done this in the past. I've let go of a lot of people and um, like you have made my circle very small and I realised it's going to be even smaller. It's not just that you're picking up the limited beliefs, but there's other things cooking, which is jealousy, people being jealous of you and so mm-hmm. forth. And and then the 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 underhanded remarks and you know the, the things behind your back that have been said or the or looking for opportunities to pull you down. That's a, that's a major one that I found within the Asian community. They they find ways to, you know, pick at you or your children, whatever, just so that they can bring you down because they think you're you're flying too high. Any of these situations you should see any 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 kind of these altercations with anybody as a gift. It's a universe saying to you, these people are no longer part of your tribe. Let them go. Love them. Bless them from afar, but let them go and keep your environment clean. And um, yes, I believe that you know family members are that you cannot get rid of. Uh, immediate family. I'm not talking about extended family because people like me, you have like hundreds, or you have hundreds of family members. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about immediate family, brothers and sisters, and siblings, and so forth. So uh, you know, immediate family, you have to you keep close to yourself. But any extended family members, they don't really need to have that time on your life because I think it's I, I think depending on what culture I'm talking about, our culture, you know, which has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cousins and second cousins and second aunts and God knows what else, right? You don't really owe them anything. You don't need to be a part of that community if they are not going to support you. And I promise you, most of them will not support you. They will not be happy the fact that you are breaking free from the tribe and flying. It's, it, everyone likes to keep everyone there same. They don't want to grow, but they don't want to see you grow either. So you they keep you small. So if you are lucky to make your millions... It's not that people who have money, you know, become arrogant because you know that's a, that's said a lot a lot of the times. And I promise, I promise you, only people who don't have money will say that. Okay, mm-hmm. people who have mm-hmm. money will realize it's not uh, becoming arrogant; it's protecting your energy, protecting your environment. Because I promise you, even if you make money, if you don't change your environment, you will lose that money. You'll get rid of it. And you go back to square one very, very quickly, and you won't even mm-hmm. realize what's happened. So I think that's mm-hmm. the key for this, you know, changing environment as you go through. So yes, identify your limiting beliefs, change your limiting beliefs, and then change your environment and grow your environment as you grow. And then, and it's just a matter of attracting the right kind of uh, opportunities to you. I always say when, when you're ready and you're open to opportunities, making money is easy and the right opportunities come to you, but you have to be open to it and uh, open to receiving it. 
a lot of the times you think you're open to receiving it, but the, because of the environment you're in, you're not. I think that's the major mm-hmm. key that people forget about. Okay. What other advice would you give to someone who's looking to manifest their next million? My best advice when it comes to manifesting your next million is why not? Why not try? Why not just go for it? Because life is short. There's nothing to lose, right? Yeah. So why not go for your dreams? Why not aim for your dreams and see what happens? Oh, awesome. Awesome. Okay. So on that note, we're going to wrap this up, Maz. Maz, tell us, where can we find you on the internet? How can we connect with you? Yep. My main social is Lil Miss Maz, L-I-L Miss Maz on Instagram, um, Maz Delacerna on Facebook or MazDelacerna.com. Awesome. So if you are listening to us in the podcast, then uh, then um, the links to Maz would be in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have all the links to Maz too. Do check her out and see how she can help you manifest your next million. Thank you so much, Maz, for being such an amazing guest for us. It's been a pleasure having you. Um, thank you for being such an amazing and guest and especially sharing your, oh my God, crazy journey that you've had on Friday Future. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. And thank you for listening to me and us today on uh, Wednesday's Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how you and I can build a better business and have more money. Until the next time, me, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.